on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Uh, another Sunday night of fun and entertainment tonight. We have two guests today. We have Veronica Luckett to my left, dating guru and matchmaker. <laughs> and we have her son, Peyton Kirkland, a highly touted offensive tackle prospect who plays for Dr. Phillips. Don't forget yes, defensive line as well. He, he, he made sure to correct me on that. Oh, you play both sides of the ball? Yes, sir, I do. I didn't realize that. You didn't give me proper introduction. I didn't know. <laughs> You don't go to these games? You just sit there and not pay attention? I just do what they tell me. Oh, God. All right, Bubba, we got a good show today. We have some good guests. Uh, let's get this thing started. So um, we talked a couple weeks ago about you and your experience dating on apps. Right. And that made me think of Veronica. She has a, a matchmaking thing on Facebook, Matchmaking Monday. Yes. And uh, you're going to match Bubba up here soon, right? Oh, I cannot wait. Really? I think the ladies are going to go absolutely bananas. Light skin and dark skin ladies. <laughs> All kind of colors. Really? Yes. Oh, the whole, man. The whole spectrum of colors of could, women. Could we possibly break Bubba's interracial cherry? <laughs> Is that a possibility? It might be slim. <laughs> but it is a possibility. Okay, yes. okay. I, I respect I mean, that. You know, no. um, women want to know what men, um, we want to know what's your real name. Because your mama doesn't call you Bubba. <laughs> it's so it's, it's, it's Bubba. Okay, okay, once you get past that, Bubba, I think, because nobody wants to call you Bubba. But um, we're going to go whatever you tell us at that time. Why Why nobody wants to call me Bubba? Yeah. That's my name. Yeah, because women want to know what your mama calls you. You know, I don't want to I don't want to call someone something that the people call you in a locker room or on the court or anything like no, that. No, that's a life name. Mm. <laughs> it's an yeah, all-purpose name. It's not well, when a, your no, mother no. when your mother named you. She thought it was a life name. My point. She didn't think it would get convoluted and turned into something else. No, but Bubba, he can tell me whatever he wants to tell me. So okay, I'm on his show. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, tell me how Matchmaking Monday got started. Oh my God. Okay. It first of all is not my idea. Okay. At all. I am just simply the talent. I have a producer. His name is is Andre Hampton, and he's with Special Request Entertainment, and um, he has a, a a bevy of shows. But because of the COVID, he decided to uh, started to um, you know branch out, and so he reached out to me, and I I just accepted because I I always felt like uh, whatever whatever it is that God had in mind i don't want to get in the way so i just said yeah okay and so uh when i did that it turns out i'm serving a whole community of people who are you know underserved most of the time you feel like uh, you want to serve the underserved so, so who's underserved and how are they underserved oh lord jesus underserved <laughs> these are the people i don't know let me, let me adjust my headphones while i dip into this the underserved are the people who are uh, maybe they've been in a relationship, um, maybe a long relationship, or maybe they are divorced. And these are people who are uh, timid. You know, they are hesitant about getting back into the dating world. And when they do get back into the dating world, they realize that it is a lot different than when they than when they, they started. Left out. Yeah, okay. it's just like uh, you remember the movie "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." Yes. And then the guy got out of jail. He had the fish bowls in his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's like that. Okay. It's really like that because you've been in a relationship. Like for me, I've been in a relationship for 15 years. I don't know anything about digital dating. Okay. I don't know anything about swiping left and right. 
and it's a whole nother world it's a whole nother world coming from uh people who just met each other and it did normal things to where uh, this world is the people who have an endless number of possibilities right right and with that's the digital the dating you could yes yeah, so it's a slight that a hundred people swipe, swipe. in 20 minutes basically absolutely and okay. then, then the, and unfortunately the people who are doing this they uh, they are starting to you know what they say smell their own jockstrap or something <laughs> explain that i've not smelled because, my own jockstrap do you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> no no I, I, we, uh, first of all, it was the, um, (laughs) we had some sound issues because my boy had had his phone on the mic. So I've been plugged away for last three minutes trying to get that situated. Did he fix it? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It was just Mm -hmm. too close to the mic. Mm -hmm. But, uh, my first question that I had, I know we kind of fast forward this a little bit, but are you, when you're talking about me and, uh, and, um, in your, in your dating circle, are you starting from within first or, 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 or all of does everybody that you know personally are they already married? Absolutely not. No, was Absolutely. everybody at the house married? In my house, ain't uh-huh. nobody at my house married. That that was there. That <laughs> was just there. That was just there. No, not one person. Except for oh. one. Well, no, one, one person was married. married, and then one person was getting married. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but that's not what we were doing. Those are just a little snippet of friends. <laughs> a small okay? snippet of friends. Uh, not that's even a, a, that's a not even a good snippet. That's not even a good snippet because those are those weren't women that um that we were supposed to be meeting at a restaurant. Right. And yeah. so uh, those that was definitely not anything that was done on purpose. However. If there was something that was interesting to you there, then you should tell me, and then I will let you know uh, whether another person was available. Mm, okay, there you go. All righty, just wanted so uh, uh, during your, so how how exactly does it operate as far as how, and how many is it sort of like an event? Do you? Do no, you? no, no, no. What, okay. what she does, and you can fill in. She will kind of do an interview with you. Okay, that'll, that'll be broadcast in social media. Okay, and then people who see this can then. Reach out to her through the inbox and say, "Hey, I'm interested in that person." That's like that's to- tricky though, right? Because what if I don't like the way that person looks? Because I don't know yet. Okay. Are there you a match? A, you're matchmaking as well. I am the go between. I am the go between. So you you would think, okay, so if a person reaches out to you, right, a 300 pound white lady reaches out to you and say, "Hey, Bubba is I want Bubba." You know, the <laughs> Bubba looks like my type. Okay, what are you going to do from there? What are you going to say? First of all, based off of that, I would have already had a, a relationship with Bubba, uh-huh. and I would already know what Bubba is looking for. If Bubba is not looking for a 300-pound white woman, I would tell her, I'm sorry, there is not a chance for you and Bubba. Okay, so and that I works. Not, you you I break not, the bad news for the, her. I don't have to I'm, break yeah, the bad news. Yeah, yeah, okay. because I'm telling you, Brock my bachelor. is professional. <laughs> okay, listen, so, this the, is not a, amateur hour. Listen, <laughs> the, bachelors are, the bachelors really need me. Okay. <laughs> because they're like, tell her no. <laughs> the women are more. The, I found honestly, Brian. Yeah. I find that the women are just like, well, okay, let me check it out. But the the, the guys are like, uh, uh-uh. uh, hard no, yeah. <laughs> no hard eye roll. Okay, hard eye roll. Okay. <laughs> and but so the women are a little it, bit more open. Even yeah, the it, women are open even because if the they guy... know that they know they women have. A, I don't know why women feel like they are. Uh, I don't know why women feel like they they have less choices. But um, that I'm, is the thing. That is the thing. They say, yeah, the, the, the choices are so limited out here. Is, do, do, do you agree with that? Or you're saying you don't agree with that? 
I don't agree with it. Okay. I just um I don't agree with it. I just think that people have um they've made first of all, if you're if you're let's say for instance, how old are you, Bubba? Thirty two. Thirty two. Uh Bubba, you're thirty two years old. Do you have the same desires that you had when you were eighteen? Maybe. That, that was back <laughs> if you no, no, no. You retired from Oh, the train, the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I don't ride choo-choos anymore. Okay. No trains. So that's my point. So, when yeah, people, some, some the older you get, you, should, you need to be changing. The more your, mature you become. Yeah, you need to change your desires. Right, right, and right. And I, I find that people, they stick to their whatever they decided they wanted to have when they were walking down the aisle with that white dress and whatever. You know, you need to change. Right. You need yeah. to change because otherwise you are pigeonholing yourself into being you know if you're if you're a 35 year old woman why are you still want the same things that you wanted when you were 18 you know this this is a interesting lane because you, it's like you're becoming a professional matchmaker and then you're going to have eventually it would seem like you would have the the dream of a lifetime because most mothers want to match their son with the best uh girl available right that's that you don't want your son with uh, you know, trash, if you will. <laughs> Can you? Could you see yourself matchmaking your son with the with you know, w- with the best possible girl out Bubba, there? Why are you bringing my son into this? this he's eventually going to need your matchmaking <laughs> services. You think he's doing well on yes, his own? Yes, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. This yes, I have nothing to do with my son. Oh, okay, he's <laughs> going to need son, those services. My son is a whole nother entity. Okay. This is Veronica, the matchmaker. This doesn't have anything so that, to do with you, Veronica. They're the not going to cross paths. You no, don't see it crossing sir-y. paths. They're no, sir. That's unfortunate because it is. I, no, it's not unfortunate. It's not. It's not it's, unfortunate it's because my son is going to have his own pick of whoever he wants. Right. Okay. He has, and you don't want to have influence on it. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Absolutely. When you when you decide that you are going to bring people into your family, then you have to consider your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's that's I mean he's he's too young. Right. Right. So anyway. we were, Wait, we, that's, he, that's why I said seven, eventually. He's sixteen. We 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 fifteen years too early. Fifteen. <laughs> <years laughs> I mean he doesn't need to be talking about this until he's thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's after he just sold his you know in the Come to America too. He just sold his wild royal oats. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> he ain't got he has to sow his royal oats okay. and everything. This is not the time for that. This doesn't have anything to do with You're it. You're jumping the gun, Bubba. Yeah, I'm Bubba, the gun. come on. He's right. talking about you, Bubba. You trying to, he, you know, he's deflecting. Once he tried again, to use, he you tried to deflect. He did that again. He tried to use Jesus. He tried to, I was gonna say, he tried to use Jesus earlier. He got me. He got me with Jesus. But not this time. Not this time. Yeah, you can. Part two. Peyton, almost like Jesus. Peyton is nowhere near close to Jesus. All right. So, so, so basically, though, you will kind of conduct like a pre-interview with the candidate. Absolutely. Get a, an idea of what they're looking for before but, you do any of the recording that goes out to absolutely well to first of public. all before the person um before the person agrees to be uh match make, match on the matchmaking monday we will have already discussed before i even start recording 
what it is that we want to discuss and what is right. the most important to them. I don't want to railroad them, and I'm not uh, Oprah Winfrey. Okay, I, oh, I would like Cars to be. For everybody. I would like to be Oprah. I hope you're listening. But um, well, in I, her case, it'd be good men for everybody. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't want to. You know, I want them to be comfortable. It's not. It's a personal thing. It's, I want them to be comfortable. And then uh, when it comes down to the people who are. Uh, coming into their circle everyone has people in their dms Mm -hmm. that's the whole point of it of the matchmaking you want to you want to move beyond just the words that are on uh words or that are in your inbox and so when when someone says i'm interested i talk to that person i interview that person right and i tell them that's not gonna work or that is gonna work okay or or no you're not a match Okay. So no, when, you're not a match for that person. So when you broadcast the interview with with Bob and you start to get feedback, then you'll kind of interview those potential candidates. Based off of what interest. he's told me. Yeah. Okay. And if you feel there's enough to move forward, you'll connect that person to Bubba. And if you feel, you know, in your expertise that that's just not what he's looking for, I will just tell not them. a good match. I will you'll tell, tell them. Now, 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 here's my question. Because what about the worst case scenarios? Like, for example, the last girl I was hooked up with was a nut job. Mm. And a guy hooked me up with her. Mm. So, what what do you do? You fear the back blow of you hooking someone up and it's not working out, and then them coming back to you like, hey, you know, you 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 hooked me up with somebody Absolutely. terrible, nut job, I not, crazy. I do not fear that. You don't fear that because first of all, I tell people whenever the, throughout the whole process, I am available to uh, discuss any red flags, to mm. discuss any um, any questions that you may have any you know just it's a it's a real uh go between like you don't normally have with someone you that someone is actually directing you into a better path Mm -hmm. okay so no i don't uh fear that because of that but everyone isn't for everyone and Mm -hmm. i do say that but most of all the the best thing i like about the matchmaking is it's getting people out of their normal comfort zone Right. And so once you're out of the comfort zone, you're out. So you're able to try new things, do new things, and be a new person instead of just staying into your into your regular self that's mm-hmm. that hasn't been going anywhere, that hasn't had that doesn't have any fruit to show for for the the stage that you've been in. Exactly. Okay, that's what I like about it. It's just like it's just like peeling off a layer. And if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you're out the gate now. You can't go back. Right. Right. That's right. the point. Particularly of people who have been reluctant to sort of engage. They with are others. reluctant. Okay. They think that everybody everybody thinks they're gonna fall in love with the Amazon driver. <laughs> really? That's Who wants the Amazon driver? Yeah, what's my going point, on with the Amazon driver? My point. They think that God is going to bring somebody to their door. Oh, I see what you're you saying. You see my point? Ain't oh, nobody okay. coming to your door besides the Amazon driver. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then if you got an Amazon girl, you like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. You can cuss. We're all about cussing. Okay. You can I'm curse. Just like, We're I'm all just about like, cussing. You're just like, you're just like damn. Just let out God, I, God, I wanted a man. You got me an Amazon girl. What's up? You have to be open. I know. No. 
open that open. Not that open. Not that open. I was going to say, I know you haven't done this for, for a whole long time. It's a relatively new project. Are there any sort of promising developments from the people you've dealt with so far? Let me say this. I have been at this for a while. Oh, yeah. I okay. have been at this for a while. I haven't um, I just haven't been formally. No. I haven't been formally doing it online. But okay. uh, before, I used to have every Valentine's Day, when I, I would have a um, an event for singles. But uh, uh, married people would have to bring a uh, single woman and a single man to the event. They didn't have to necessarily be for one another, but they just had to be ready for a relationship. Okay. And in that... Uh, I had uh, six, I would always have every Valentine's Day, six married couples bring two people each. I got and, you. and from there, I've had three marriages. Really? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. And, Success and, and, stories. Because it's not it's not necessarily uh, the people, you know, if exactly. you're, when you're married, you can bring your love, you know. But, you know, when other people are, you know, it's just, a, it's like a community thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. So uh, I've had uh, events where we were... Um, we would bring couples together, or not necessarily bring couples together, but bring single people to a safe environment. And then, and from there, I've had three marriages happen for sure. Well, I just missed your last event. I just spent a lonely Valentine's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just missed, Bubba, I just missed Bubba, your last Bubba, event. Bubba, my Valentine's was lonely. I threw out all the hints online. I don't have any cologne. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> gave me shit. <laughs> Same boat. Oh, good stuff. So really. The Matchmaker Monday is kind of an extension of something you've been working on for a I while. I have been doing it. And that's why I think um, uh, Special Request Entertainment, they were aware of what I've been doing. And so, I mean, what I've done in the past. And so they asked me. I, you know, I'm not a personality, but I um You're quirky. I am quirky, but I've been, you know, working in a, a producer as a producer in the television business and stuff like that. I know what to do behind the camera, like this young man that's assisting us right here. That's my job. But uh, for to be in front of the camera is a little bit uh, weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a little bit weird for me. But, and so when they asked me, I didn't want to say no because I know what it's like to be him. Exactly. You know, right. I, I know what it's like to be Andre and his wife to ask someone to be a personality for their project. So I wanted to be a you know, just following the spirit, you know what I'm saying? It's not that much. So if anybody's out there is, is interested in following up with you, what's the best way to get involved or connected? <laughs> I am I am the new Stella on Facebook and on Instagram and on uh Twitter. Am I on Twitter the new Stella page? No, you're Veronica L. <laughs> but it says the new Stella, it but it's not. still Veronica L. And, and, and what are, you, are you saying the news Stella? Like no, the new, new Stella. Like oh, the new, new Stella. Stella. Moves back. You remember? Okay. Do you remember the old Stella? I do, I do, I do. You know, because I'm chasing Angela Bassett. I'm okay. chasing her. You making up any ground or no? <laughs> <laughs> Angela the new Bassett. Stella. First of all, I have three children, so I'm fucked up. <laughs> My body will never be like Angela Bassett's. It's uh, over. I, I keep cursing. Please, I don't know where I'm being recorded, but please don't record this. Usually thing. we start cursing and the people vibe off of that. But you're, just <laughs> yeah, you're bringing your own vulgar I, I have been drinking earlier so you didn't need to admit all that come on now nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares but did you all enjoy coming to my place yes, no it was fun did you fun. did you like the painting because i try to make it sure make sure it's not I too feminine the <laughs> it is I, did, I didn't actually notice the painting okay no it's cool it's cool next time i have to try the food um yeah but other than that it was a good good experience i think you can i can see you hosting 
certain events like that. Mm-hmm. And I can see it being a success because of the, um, you know, type of person you are and, um, you know, very personable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, your interviewing skills, I don't know. You know, we <laughs> thank you, Bubba. We'll we'll Bubba, I'm I'm taking notes and I'm also going to be studying further. So. Can we can we make sure that you cuss during Bubba's interview? <laughs> Bubba, I'm gonna try to be as I want Bubba to be as polite and as genuine as possible. So I hope I don't I don't I hope I don't have to cuss. <laughs> I kind of hope you do. I'm looking forward to it. Bubba, you are you seriously gonna come on seriously? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, he will. I will. He will. He will. I will. And will you I'm open. Us, as, will you keep us posted? Because you don't have to have like it doesn't have to, you know, tie up in a bowl like on TV and everything is wonderful and well. No, no, no. You no. just have to let us know what's going on. Exactly. Because one of our guys, he he got overwhelmed with the response. He's like, you know. I'm not this kind of guy to entertain more than one woman at a time. Really? Uh, you know, he just wants to. Well, talk I am to one that type of guy, so I will. He's that type of guy. <laughs> they have a name. No, I was just joking. I was joking for it. You know, I know I have people what, what's watching. What's the name? Can you tell us? Mm-hmm. Can you say it about? It's a family show. <laughs> this is not a family show. My son is it's here. He's gonna make it It's our show. We know it's not a family show. This boy here, we don't want to give him any ideas. I think he's already got a few. <laughs> what I gathered in the pre-show. He's already got a few. Yeah. Ideas. Talk to him. Talk to him, Brian. We are. We are. We're gonna talk to him momentarily. We're gonna take a quick yes, break. Yes, exactly. And we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk some football with Peyton Kirkwood. That's right. That's right. You're on the bench with Bubba and Pink. And don't forget, you can catch us on all. Uh, streaming platforms as far as where you get your podcast. We're also on YouTube on the bench with Bubba and Pink. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you, Bubba. This is Fresco. I watch you when you walk by, girl. I got a crush. Your body got me thinking, baby girl, that I'm in lust. You got to ask for days of chicks for weeks, girl. I wanna take a peek. Make this man wanna fix your leak, mama. At work, we in your sheets. Wanna do you at my crib? You my homework, day and night. Study, buddy, day and night. You can't deny this kid no cutty. Trying to kick this knowledge, working on the go, breaking down your walls as I. To your soul. I watch you when you walk by, girl. I got a crush. Body got me thinking, baby girl. I'm in love. You want a relationship? I say, what's the rush? You talking that love thing? I said it's a crush. I said it's a crush. I said it's a crush. You talking that love thing? I said it's a crush. You want a relationship? I say, what's the Cause your body's sick, so when you hit me up, I'm on call. Fresh, speed out, my number 69, like McLovin, follow through the hall. You turn around, I tell you the time and the place, so we can rendezvous. I ask you what's your name, girl, she say Shana Boo. Didn't have to ask because it was in the bamboos. Baby had tight jeans on the feet, the Jordan number two. The proper way is saying you the shit, baby girl, you number two. She giggles and I. Pass her the number two pencil So she can write down her digits I ain't tryna cut, baby, stop resisting 007, I'm on a mission Catering company, feed your sex, drive them in the kitchen Not Twitter, but I wanna be in your mentions Every day telling your friends that I put it down And how you can't keep your distance And how you fell in love fast
faster than quick yeah. that's it. Yeah. I want you when you want by. Girl, I got a crush. Body got me thinking, baby girl, I'm in love. Conversation getting dirty, my girl six, but we be on the phone at two thirty. Shit in the AM, I hang up, no you hang up, baby, just say when. I say we fuck in the living room, you say we making love in the den. You say wait, let's go play. I say red, give me them skins, leave your walls wet. From going hard in the paint, opposite from this joint, I get low from going hard on this thing. Good do you mind that I put this loud, baby? Tell me what you think. And she replied, I smoke purple. I responded, five boy, bad shorty, we so in sync. On that bad shoe with my boy, selling that purple drink. She said, not a problem for a sweet girl, got that sound. If you need that thing, I'm thinking to myself, Gucci man, I think I love her. Or not only she bad, but little mama is a hustler. See you naked, looking like you pose for hustler. Baby, give me number later so we can have some discussion. I watch you when you watch you. back on the bench with Bubba and Pink. We have Veronica Luckett of Matchmaker Monday, and we've got her son, Peyton Kirkland. You guys were enjoying a good uh, mother-daughter moment, or father-son-daughter moment. <laughs> Mother-son moment. Mother-son, not father-son or mother-daughter. Are you a daughter or am I a father? Neither. Neither. <laughs> I, just, I just messed that up, all right? So, Peyton, welcome aboard. Glad to have you here. I appreciate it. And uh, so you are a uh, highly touted offensive tackle prospect. Play some defense, too, out at Dr. Phillips. Yes, sir. And you are, I guess, you're in the recruiting process. You're only in your sophomore year of school? Yes, sir. Finishing up. Finishing up the sophomore year. When did this process begin for you? When did schools start reaching out and expressing an interest in your ability to play football? Well, they st- first started showing interest in, i say, eighth grade. Okay. When I was at Winterman Prep and I was training with the team and stuff like that. But it slowed down and it picked back up around January of my freshman year. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And you have, as it stands right now, you have scholarship offers on the table from a number of schools. 45, yes, sir. 45, 45. Wow. Okay. Do, do, do you think that number will increase or it, it kind of is what it is at this point? Um, I feel like it will increase a few more, but, you know, Never know what the future holds. You exactly. Know, looking exactly. for offers from schools like Clemson and Alabama, and that's probably that'll probably be it. Wrap up my recruitment there. So those are the two offers that that you would have an interest in that you do not have currently. Yes, sir. And uh, how about the state schools? Have they shown you love? Florida, Florida State, Miami, and all them. Uh, yeah, definitely. They recruit me probably some of the hardest out of all the schools that have offered me. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, schools on a national scale too, like Ohio State's and Michigan's and places like that too. Yes, sir. Anything out in the West Coast? Um. Oregon, Oregon State, Southern California, Arizona State, and Arizona. 
Nice, nice. Wow. So what um what's it like? How did they actually convey an offer to you? Who does that? What's the mechanics of it? Well, being an underclassman, um, you cannot really, you know, college coaches can't reach out to you first until September first of your junior year. Okay. So it'll usually happen through your coach. Your coach will set it up. He'll send you the number and then tell you what time to call. And then as long as you call them, you're able to talk to them. Okay. Do they still send letters? Back in my day, they used to send letters to the uh, locker room. I mean, well, to the schools and whatnot. Well, they can't, like, send handwritten letters to us right now and stuff like that. But it could be, like, school stuff. And that's because of COVID? Um, no, that's because I'm underclassman. Okay, okay. Underclassman. Okay, okay. gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Ha- has, do you think COVID has... Uh, came into play with your recruitment process so far? Even I know it's early on, but still. Um, Actually, so I'd say COVID kind of sped it up, actually. Sped oh, up. okay. How so? So January 28th of 2020, I got my first offer from Arizona State. Okay. And then I didn't get an offer until April 30th while we was in quarantine. And then from then on, I was able to train, you know, get used to playing a new position, grow, get stronger, you know, um, compete with a lot of guys that were you know on a higher level at, at that time okay and then i was able to translate that into my game and then my recruitment kind of took off around like late june early july of it's 2020 because, it's because yes, they didn't have um you know the, the schools didn't have the ability to be entertaining kids on the campus correct so the coaches everybody's in quarantine they are only able to be looking at film and things like that they're they're pigeonholed into looking at film also gotcha and so i think that's what helped peyton and uh, any other uh, kid in uh, 2023 or, or whatever year uh that helped kids a lot because they the coaches were pigeonholed also to be able to sit down and watch right I, i've seen a lot of stuff from uh from high school prospects such as yourself who who want the uh or have been pushing to be able to get on campus with with different schools and make those type of relationships in persons and see places have you had the opportunity to go to any schools in person and see what's up well eighth grade i went to georgia um and actually i was the day that everything got shut down the recruiting dead period that started yeah the very day the very day i was on campus at florida state really so we had to wrap up the visit very quickly and then um it's been over a year since we've been able to take visits so that's affected a lot of people's recruitment especially the 2021 and 2022 classes because they're making a blind decision not being able to go on campus to the school that they're committed to. Right. Exactly, exactly. So you think they're at a more of a disadvantage than your class, so to speak. Right. That's why I say, you know, COVID really doesn't affect me in any way. I just have a lot more time to get better um, because I have about a year until I make a decision. So I Well, have. what about your friends? What about your friends that are um, that are older than you, the 2022s and the 2020s? What about those guys? Is That's it the, effective like, for them? I mean, it, of course it affects them. They're making a blind decision. They're not really being able to build relationships in person with coaches, get face-to-face with coaches, with their parents and their families. And they're not able to see the campus that, you know, they're going to be at for the next three to four years of their okay. life. But, but but as you said, though, you were on those campuses, what, ninth, eighth, ninth grade. Do you think they had a chance to do the same or just depends on their how good they were or whatnot? Can you rephrase that for me? So you, you did a couple of <laughs> campus um, – you were you were on, you did some campus recruit recruiting uh you know events or whatever they call it what do they call it business. just business oh, that's what they business call it, babe. right so you did a few what between eighth and ninth grade um first, you said first, you, Georgia first was in the middle of the season eighth grade because I had reclass and I wasn't able to play that season so I had some time on my hands right and then the second was Florida State 
March 13th of last year. And that's it, when everything shut down. Exactly. But do you think some of the older, the, the classmen, 2021, 2020, or whatever, did, did, did they have the same, um, you know, did they have the same opportunity to maybe go their eighth, ninth grade year? They, they would have had the opportunity. They would have had the opportunity to go prior to the shutdown. Exactly. But like again, that was over a year ago, and so it kind of like cuts that I off. I don't think in a it way. has. I think it's a different. It, it depends on the kid. Right. It's a definitely uh, depends on the kid. Okay. If uh, not all kids are going to have the opportunity. Uh, uh, fortunately, Peyton has had a lot of opportunity um, because he's been. You know, it's a lot, he has a lot of good people. Mm. Peyton has some very good people. In he his has camp. Coach A.G. Wasim. He has Coach Wells. He has uh, um, um, Coach D. D. Brown. Mm-hmm. These are people who are speaking for him. And then he also has his basketball coaches who are speaking for him in these places, in these spots. Right. And so I know a lot of kids. I, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm a very proud mom. However, I am very aware that Peyton has opportunities that other children don't have because of the people that he has speaking for him in these spots. You know, he has he has a basketball work ethic. He right. has a football work ethic. And so he has professional basketball players speaking about him. He has professional football players speaking mm-hmm. about him. And people don't have that. And that exactly. that's, that's an opportunity that we have only because, only because we live in Central Florida. Mm. Only because we live in Central Florida. Yeah. You know, because he could be he could be six feet eight like he is right now, working at Publix and or Piggly Wiggly or somewhere. True, you know true, what I'm saying? True. In another part of the country. But because we live here, it's a very special thing. It's a very special thing. You mentioned uh, being on uh on the Florida State campus when the uh when the COVID thing occurred. Like were you literally in a visit and somebody approached you and said, Hey, we have to abruptly end this? Yeah. Well, so what happened is we had I was with a group of people, right? It was about okay. five of us. So we had hit Florida State, but they didn't let us dress out in the uniforms and stuff because of COVID and all that. Okay. The visit was kinda short, it was a spring practice, so we watched the practice, went on the campus tour and then it was it was done after that. So we was like then that day, that night, we were on the way to Atlanta to go on a visit to Georgia Tech. Okay. And then we were in the car and then Rudy Gobert had COVID. Then the NBA shut down, and then NCAA shut down. This all happened within a matter of about two hours. Right. right. Okay. So we're on the way to Georgia Tech. We find out we can't take a visit, so we're just sitting ducks in Atlanta. Oh, so are you made it up to Atlanta? Who were you with? I was with A.G. Wasim, Jaden Gibson, Asad Wasim, Zane Durant, et cetera. Okay, okay. Mm. Did you receive a call from somebody at Tech saying that, or did somebody, was there some other communication saying, hey, this isn't going to happen or can't happen? It was breaking news, you know. Okay. Rudy Gobert got COVID. That kind of okay. Shut so at that down. point, you were realized, oh wait, hey, we're not going to be able to do the visit we were planning on. Right. So the NCAA came out with their statement that they're in a recruiting dead period that's been upheld for the past over a year now. Okay. About a year and nine days. <laughs> right. That's crazy, that's man. That's incredible. A year and nine days. Do Do you think the uh, recruiting <laughs> visits? Do you think it's a big difference uh, between you going eighth, ninth grade year versus a senior year visit? It, it, uh, the things they have you see, the experiences, things of that nature? Well, I'd say eighth and ninth grade, I wasn't really a priority for these programs. Mm-hmm. But at this, at this time now, I feel like I am. You're you know, more of a priority, right? I, when I went on my first visit to Georgia, you know, I was just an eighth grader with no offers. I was a basketball player. I get to my freshman year, I'm taking my visit to Florida State. I have one offer currently from Arizona State. And then now going into, like, headed into my junior year, 
and with the recruiting period being lifted in June 1st, I'll probably be a priority for these schools for the next two years. So it'll be a lot different now that they've extended offers to me. Between what, the conversations or what they have you guys doing? Cause I'm, I'm trying to get into what uh, you guys are doing at these visits and, you know, is there any fun stuff, um, you know, things of that nature? Well, I feel like you'll probably have different conversations with the coaches than you were your eighth grade and your ninth grade year. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't do. You, they don't go out and just be. Yeah, that's. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get there. They just I'm getting there now. A good time the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but but as it stands now, though, are are college coaches able to communicate with you directly, or does it have to go schedule call through your coach? Um. Well, it's usually a schedule call through my coach, and you know, there's. You can kind of call a coach whenever you feel like it, but okay. I'd rather just wait for my coach to let me know or I'll tell my coach I want to talk to this coach right now and see what's going on, and then he'll set it up, and then he'll let me know what time to call. Okay, so your coach ends up being the intermediator there. Now, with as many schools that have expressed interest in you, like like in a typical week, how many coaches or calls are you engaged in? Um, It depends on the week. I'd say it's about 10 to 15 calls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And on a bad day, it's about 25 a week. <laughs> <laughs> are some of them so long silly. long-winded coaches do you have to kind of like you know make up excuses to get off the phone uh i mean yeah some of these coaches they'll sit on the phone with you for an hour like <laughs> 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 coach, i gotta wash some clothes man you know? <laughs> mama what, want me to take out the trash what, what's been the sketchiest excuse you've used to get off the <laughs> phone uh i gotta think <laughs> I was Be actually on the phone now. with a coach, and Be careful, he, he gonna honestly, listen. honestly, I was. I just said I had to clean up my mom's room. Clean up okay. your mom's room. <laughs> <laughs> you just never, had, you just never had mom pass out. He would never go in my room to do anything. <laughs> you know, I seriously, I swear, if, if I was on the phone with you and you said that, I would like question it. Like, you, you got to clean up your mom's room. That seems like, a little is strange. Your mom was retarded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't say retarded anymore. It's, it's not you just it. did. You're not supposed You're to. Breaking it's ground, it's, it's politically ground. incorrect. Okay. <laughs> did you get a weird reaction when you said that? I like, did. I got straightened. <laughs> no, not you, him. Oh. Um. <laughs> I just hung up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it not so awkward for everybody. Yeah, he just said, all right, and I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you have, you know, not speaking of any schools particularly, but, of course, you have schools that you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to go here, you know? So, <laughs> you know, are you just on the phone with – you know, do the respect and relationship building, even though you know that you're not going to go to school there. Why, why would you entertain a long conversation with a coach at, at a particular school like that? Um, I don't know where I'm going to school. I'll just say that firstly. Gotcha. You know, there's coaching staff changes that's happened. I've lost a couple offers due to coaching staff changes. You know, you never know where someone's going to be at. You know, sometimes the, your goal is to play and get to the league in three years, three mm-hmm. to four years. You don't want to get there and be sitting on the bench for your first two years and then you have one year of tape. Rather than having two to three years against great competition, and you get there, you don't want to just be a sitting duck. You know what I'm saying? They redshirt you, and then you got to wait three years, four years, and four to five years. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So you're looking obviously at the coaching staffs and also the depth chart at the time that you're going to be there. Right. Like there's certain schools that have 15 people at your position on the roster already, and I say what 10 of them are going to be there when you get there. That's kind of a bad situation to put yourself in. Right, but right, for sure. Honestly, the way I see it is if you're a dog, you're a dog, but sometimes politics come into play. True, 
True, true. Mm-hmm. What do you, I mean, what do you do, like, in, from your perspective or even, with, you know, with your mom, your family perspective, what can you do to sort of mitigate against politics? Is it, do you get, have you gotten, have you had a conversation with somebody and you kind of get a vibe that maybe they're a little bit uh, maybe insincere or political about how they do things? And, and what can you do as a recruit to kind of maybe at least be alert to situations that might not be great in that, that regard? I mean, you could peep on it coming, right? But... When it comes down to politics, there's really nothing. There's really no way to get around it. If you're a dog, you're a dog at the end of the day. But if you put yourself in a situation within a program that's all about politics, bro, then there's nothing you can really do to get out of that situation. Once you're in, you're in. Transfer right. portal. If you try to transfer, you know, schools are going to look at you like, what made them not want you and what made you transfer? Right. Then they're going to look at you kind of differently, and then they're going to pass up on you and go to another guy or keep with the same roster that they have. Yeah. It, Do you uh, think with the amount of people that are have been in the portal and, and really the introduction of the portal over the last two seasons that um, that maybe a little bit of stigma of transfer is moving, uh, it's a, a little less so, less stigma than it was perhaps before the portal came about? Um. Well, this whole transfer portal thing is kind of messed up to me, you know. I yeah. Think, I think people that are in the transfer portal kind of just get caught up too much into that recruiting feeling. Because once you get to college, once January 11th hits, when it's moving day, all that recruitment, those five stars, all those offers go out the window. You can only pick one school at the end of the day. Uh, I heard that there's, I think, around 900 people in the transfer portal, and I guarantee you only about 150 of them are going to get picked up. Mm. Okay. Okay. Those are big numbers. Those are really big numbers. Yeah. 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 Have you uh, have you targeted uh, the possibility of graduating high school early and arriving on a college campus in in January versus uh, f- finishing your senior year in April or May or whenever the case would be? Uh, I will be early enrolling at whatever university I choose. Excellent. Okay. You know that for sure. And what did you like from your perspective as a student? What did you? What's the procedure for that? And and how do you go about doing that with the school to make sure you're you're in good standing to do that. Well, being a Dr. Phillips, we have a lot of options, you know, a lot of college courses that were co- courses that were offered. So um, my coach here, my coach and guidance counselor, they'll set me up pretty good. You know, I'll take classes online over the summer when during the off season or whenever. So they've already had kids who have gone that route successfully and kind of know what, what they need to do to help the athlete. Yeah, about every year. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, <clears throat> as far as the um, – you you get um what is it five official visits but you can unofficially visit as many schools as you choose to correct okay have you contemplated any visits yet on an official basis or is that something you're going to wait to do later in the process um i feel like as of right now i haven't narrowed anything down so but i have an idea of a couple schools that i would like to visit officially you know some places okay and what is your off season? I know you had an injury in your back. Like, what is what does your off season occur? Like, what do you do? Are you, are you training individually? Or are you just training with your high school team? Um, do you go to camps? Well, off seasons. Well, first of you know, all, I really he didn't have an injury in his back. I had it was an ankle injury. Ankle. No, I, I, I oh, yeah, ankle. I said, an, I said an injury. I didn't. Did you I said back. back. Yeah. No, not he back. didn't have a My, back, not back, not back. You know, injury. that shit goes. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> no, he didn't have a back injury. No at back all. injury. Okay. He had a, a little ankle injury and it's over. Yeah. So, no, I said, and your back. That's what I meant. Like, and you're now back healthy. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, My bad. A typical off season for me, um, Let's say post-COVID. Typical offseason for me would probably be a lot of mental reps, you know, watching film, getting better, you know, watching the film and then taking that to your training sessions and then I'll go train with Aaron Jones at Trent Sprint Academy and, you know, 
I go out there and compete, and then I get ready for camps and those type of things, and everything will probably fall into place, and then I'll go probably in the summertime, I'll get with my team and, you know, try to be a better leader than I was the year before. But during this season, we're about to start our spring season, so I'll be around my team a lot more than we were during COVID. Okay, okay. And you guys expect to have a normal spring high school uh, program? Yeah, so we'll probably have four weeks of practice, and then we'll play a game at Winter Park. Oh, at Winter Park, okay. Shout out to Winter be, Park, be man. Be Bubba's Wildcats, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to be booing you. I just I have to let <laughs> you know that now. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't take it. You know, let me get in this game. I don't, I don't, I don't want your mom to tackle me in the stands because I'm booing you. <laughs> just no, just no. I feel sorry for them Wildcats. <laughs> as far as the high school season, um, Dr. Phillips has a very strong program. Um, do you guys have a lot of <coughs> returning talent in addition to yourself um, for this coming season? Yeah, we um, our team was pretty filled up with seniors last year. I think we had about like sixteen or seventeen seniors. Oh wow! Oh yeah. Um, our, like most of our defense was gone, but you know, it's all about who's stepping up to the plate. Right, right. You know, I'm gonna make sure that my Next team up. is all bought in because I'm not gonna lie to you. I let a lot of things slide last year, and I was able to you know kind of chill out, being that we had so many seniors on the team. But the way it's looking right now, I'm gonna have to step. I'm gonna have to step my game up as well as the people around me. So you're gonna be more of a vocal leader this year, right? So what I've been working on right now is, you know, making sure everybody's bought in. I'm not letting. I'm not letting anything slide. I can tell you that right now, and I don't expect my teammates to let me slide on anything either. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you, um, how much are you leaving basketball alone? Because is that a sport that you love? Um, uh, you know, uh, are you battling with that as far as basketball versus football? You know, well, I feel like I came to an executive decision probably in the summertime of last year. <laughs> executive, executive decision. decision. I like that. Me and him, we're the executive board. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The summertime of last, the summertime of last year, I um, <laughs> kind of made an executive decision that I'll probably be playing football in college, and that's where I was going to take. Okay. Most of but my time, uh, but so. at first it was a real. I didn't really start taking football seriously, to be honest with you, until around late spring, early early summertime. Oh wow! Of okay. t- of twenty uh, twenty. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. so okay. prior to that, you you really saw yourself more as a basketball player. Yeah, I was bought into basketball completely, but like over time, not being away from the game, it's kind of you know you lose love for it, and then kind of like it's a burning fire within me to shove every opinion down when it comes down to football. You know what's uh what's funny? Oh, I, oh, oh go ahead. I, I was so I want to talk about that. Like, I would imagine like as you start player. to get like the scholarship offers and you get a reputation as being a a high caliber player, do you feel or sense or do other guys kind of come at you in a different way? Like they got something to prove because they feel you've already got something established, and and they want to make a mark against you. Um, honestly, it's, it's full chain. Um, yep. You got to beat the best to be the best, and that's just how it is. You know, I'm going to put myself in front of the every every other team's best player. And that's just how it is because you play one good game against me, you get two plays against me, you know, you're going to get offers most likely. That, and that's where I was going with that. So you're very aware of that and, and you're ready to, to compete it. Right, compete it's kill or be killed around here. Love and it. And that's just how it is. Love that's it. how I was raised. Love it. Honestly, exactly. honestly, like, everybody has their opinion about you. Everybody is always criticizing you. You know, you got these reporters that have never played football before criticizing you and ranking you. Um, there's been some bad things said about me, some great things said about me, but everything negative, I'd rather just shove it back down their throats with my game. What's What's the worst thing you've read about yourself that just kind of like what, <laughs> like um that one of these reporters they said in the article that they don't really see 
like whatever what the buzz has been about with, about me. Okay. Right. So they were like they was basically saying that I'm not living up to where everybody's saying I'm supposed to be. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I it, get that. You know, wait. You. I'm sorry. I, mean, I have to interject here. Go ahead, There's please, a whole okay. nother thing happening in the stands. It's a whole nother world. You know that, Brian. Yes, I do. Um. Yeah, people people say, well, he passes the eye test, or he's just big, and he's maybe overrated because of whatever. And I, I try not to argue or say anything, but at the end of the day, I'm saying there are a lot of guys that are his size that just work at the grocery store. <laughs> you love people working at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, that's your main thing. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. There's nothing wrong. We it's need noble, some. It's a noble cause. Yeah, we need people we in the warehouse to grab. You know? but, but my son, he works. He works hard. Exactly. And even though he doesn't, he's not responsible for the body that he has. He, yeah. uh, he and his, my, me and his dad are responsible for that. But he's responsible for what he does with it. He, in my point, and, that, and he, my point, you know, and so people and, and when that, they when they discount him and say, well, he's just his size. I mean, we're talking about close friends, friends that are that I have to have to put behind me. Yeah. You know, people who whose kids I support. <clears throat> yeah. You know, That's but they won't. It That's is tough. tough. I will. It I, is tough. I will say this now. I it's used to be. Home team. That's it. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I just love kids. I love kids. <laughs> I want to see all the kids win. Of course, all the kids can't win. I hope not in but... the same way that R. Kelly loves kids. <laughs> First of all, I like R. Kelly. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm he made some bad decisions. Like, I got it. He does. He does guy. make bad decisions. Darn. But I mean, if we knew what every athlete or every person that we thought in the per- in the public eye what they did, we would know. We wouldn't have any entertainment. But my point is, you know, he works hard. He works hard, and it doesn't matter. He didn't. He's not responsible for who. Uh, he's not responsible for his size. That's now, do you do you like? Okay, so you sit in the game, you watch Peyton play, you hear these people say this stuff. Do you Ooh. like? F- do you feel the fire? Do you bring it up on the ride home? Guess what I heard tonight? Or uh, no? no. Okay. A lot of times, hey, maybe you know, in in passing here and there. What's that? I've heard it all. You heard it all. Okay. Yeah, uh, he gets point, something. At this point, it's just like I just work to make people regret they work. Yeah, I like it. I walked in on two people talking about him and a a friend of his named TJ. They have a between the two of them, they have over a hundred offers. I walked up to a couple of guys the other uh, at at some kind of thing the other day. I mean, not the other day, but it was a a big thing, and they were talking about these these two kids, and they were talking bad about them, saying, "Yeah, this, you know." Yeah. And I I thought, I said, "What?" What difference does it make how many offers they have between the two of them? Right. You know, those are, you know, I don't want to say, you know what I tell you all the time, Brian, white people problems. We have <laughs> having white people problems. Yes, you know what I'm yes. saying? We all, these are good problems to have. This boy has 12 offers. This boy has 55. You know, come it's on. It's a big difference. A lot of kids don't have any. Yeah. yeah. A lot of kids don't have any. You have to be, you have to be aware and have the perspective of a lot of kids. This is a privilege to live in Central Florida, to be in Florida, to be playing football. It's a privilege. Now, now, yeah, and Pink showed me one of those uh, articles. Um, and one thing I will say, I used to be a high school sports reporter for Orlando Sentinel. And it always... You did? It, yes, I did, I did. Uh, Jeremy was my... <laughs> that's a long story. But I will say that um, it, it used to make me uncomfortable when they would make uh, articles about the kids or what have you, because that's what they are. They are kids. So, you know, when you're speaking on someone's uh, work ethic, 
you know, a 16 year old or, 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 you know, where they come from, their background, as far as you projecting what they're going to be four and five years from now. Right. You know, but at the same time, that's the content that the people do want. And everything can't be positive and roses because they feel like then no one will come out and read, read the articles. No, no one would be interested in high school sports. So they, I guess they feel like they have to, you know, bring Create in some, some, some sort of yeah. thing to talk about. Right, right. I really, being in the media, I never really, um, I really understand what you're saying from your perspective when I put myself back in the media. Mm -hmm. But in some kind of way, because this is my kid. Oh, I, no, I'm for all sure. The way, all, I'm sure. all the way like, what the? Yeah, you, know? you ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I literally yeah. haven't paid my $70,000 to learn to be in the media. You <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so you I, I know, I, know right. I do understand that part. Mm -hmm. But when it when it comes down to these kids that I've been mm -hmm. watching grow up together. You don't want to hear none of it. Right. I've been watching these kids. They were, they were little babies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now they're all six feet eight. They're all six <laughs> feet six and above, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they all, it, on every every list there is in the country, th first of all, it doesn't it doesn't go past me how big of a privilege this is. Right. Because right. it's no it's no accident that all of Peyton's friends are are D one um, are um five stars. Mm -hmm. All his what's the other one? Five one five stars or what else? Four, three, two. <laughs> not, not, no, the other one with the basketball. What's that? Five uh, stars in, in basketball. I think it's five stars in basketball. Yeah, still five stars in basketball. Mm -hmm. It's the, the same, same ranking system. Baby, my point. So, all, <laughs> my point. All his friends. Right, all right. Of his they're high-level uh, athletes. All of athletes. his friends are high-level athletes. Right, right. You well, know? That, that does bring up a question. Like, like again, you know, I think in life, not just you know, like a sport, but I think in life, you, you're very influenced by the people you surround yourself with. And if you're around people that achieve things and 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 strive for success and are organized, you tend to be that. So, I mean, Peyton, is that something that you reflect on? That you you've had a certain amount of good fortune to be around other kids that take this seriously, that put in the work and want to achieve at a high level. Well, my mom preaches to me all the time is that. She wants me to surround myself with people that have the same goal as me. You know what I'm saying? It's to be successful, take care of my family. That's really the end goal. Yeah. You know, to not have to work a nine to five. That's the main goal. For sure. Because football, football right that. now is, uh, football <laughs> right now is like, I'm looking college-wise somewhere that's going to set me up for the next 40 years of my life rather than the next three to four. Right. What, do you do you have any interest um, outside of football as far as um, you know when you when you do go to school? I mean, you're so early; you don't have to have it. But just asking, do you have an interest outside of that right now? Well, I have a couple things in mind. I kind of want to be like a newscaster for like Sports Center and stuff like that. Okay. Or I like to be a I like to be a college football coach or a civil engineer. Okay. Okay. Civil engineer, college college football coach, or sportscaster. So you know, at this point, if you had to choose a major, you'd want to do civil engineering or um, or sports journalism. Either way, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it just depends on how I'm feeling. His, at some his point, father is an engineer, civil engineer. Oh, okay, okay. that's and what you were just saying, sports, right? I'm a uh, journalist or okay. broadcast. The opposite of falling too far from. So, there yeah, you go. He's not doing much. <laughs> so that's not too bad at all. Yeah. What um? But you'll have to make an executive decision at some point, right? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'll probably executive. make I'll probably make that decision probably in the next coming year or so. Okay. <laughs> executive. Yeah. You say executive decision again. Executive decision. <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> have you been following the uh, NFL free agency? Um, 
A little bit, yeah. You know, yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of not, you know, big in the NFL because it's, you know, NFL is a job. True. You know, I, it's been certain players where I, in a game where I could watch and I see everybody taking the play off because they all making an executive decision on the field. <laughs> <laughs> they're, making, they're all making an executive decision now. Okay, we're gonna take this play off. We all tired. We old men. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we old, old how men. old is old? Twenty eight. <laughs> uh, in the NFL, yeah, like no, 33, you, 34. I, I, I will say, I went, I went to a couple seasons 32. ago. I went to a Bucks Carolina Panthers game. It was the last regular season game of the year. And neither team had a real shot at the playoffs. And you could tell the entire game was played kind of with that vibe. Well, that's my problem with professional sports. Yeah. I could tell you one thing. Like, I could tell you one thing. Like, I love it, you know. But at the end of the day, it's still a job. Everybody out there to feed their family. Yeah. So there's certain things you got to do, you know. You don't want to risk getting injured or anything like that. Um, I mean, that's kind of normal at this point, you know. Sure. Especially for the NFL because, you know, if you're a playoff contender, if the game isn't going to affect if you're in the playoffs or not, guys will sit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Guys will For sit. Sure. I don't like that, though, as a spectator. I don't like it as a spectator. Yeah, either. I don't right. like as that. As a spectator, like, no, but when you, you know, understand we wanted, it. We want the best of everything, like as if we paid. You know? Right, but if you're yeah. like, it's like you, you can look at it as being a spectator or you can look at it from a football standpoint and actually understanding it and comprehending it. You know, these guys are putting their bodies on the line every day for work, for money. You know right. what I'm saying? right. The way you perform is the way you perform is how depends on how, is like what is the determining factor of how much you get paid. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Facts. And if you're if if you're at the end of a contract and you're gonna you know you get an injury in a, a, a you know playoff or late season game that has no playoff implications and diminishes your market value, you could leave millions on the table in that situation. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. But as a fan, I get we want to see the best of the best. Yeah. But. It is. So, are there any particular players that you model your game after, or that you look at and say, "This is, yeah, this is a guy that I really pay attention to." Oh uh, well, I say, um, I kind of looked at Joe Thomas's old film, Orlando mm-hmm. Pace, and Trent Williams, who's still on active roster for the Forty ers just signed the biggest. Trent contract. just signed, yeah, 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 yeah. the biggest, ta- yeah, for biggest. Did you see that move where he he got a little bit more money than the other guy? Yeah, like, that was pretty petty. It was pretty. <laughs> I, I love the fact that the other guy like tweeted at him about it. It was pretty cool. Move. <laughs> And what about those particular guys stood out to you? Was it their technique or or anything in particular that you said that attracted you to them? Well, I kind of say it's like what I want to model my game after, you know, the speed, the aggressiveness, the way that they play, like, strategically, the patience that they have. And at the same time, they're able just to attack another man and force him to do something against his own will, which is probably – my favorite part of the, part of playing the offensive line is you get to beat down another man for four quarters straight without going to prison. <laughs> oh my that's god! That's a good quote. That's one. That's one. That's one to live on. There. Oh <laughs> that's god. a good quote. I I'd never heard this before. Now, never. Mom, have you ever seen him on the field? Maybe. Uh, have you ever seen someone hit him too hard or something where you got uh, <laughs> where you got worked up? No. You say what? No. Always the hammer. Never the nail. But I have had a lot of fights. I have had a lot of arguments about people who went at, uh, who felt like he was too old or too big, and, you know, and they're like, he Let me just see his birth certificate. and I'm just like, I never, yeah, we have had plenty of challenges, AAU basketball, plenty oh, okay. of challenges where the, where the other team had to pay extra money just to get his birth certificate and things like that. We've had plenty of that. Oh, that's cool, though. They have to pay 
if they want to challenge. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. I didn't know that. Either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, and then the you know you see them same parents. You see them same parents in the next tournament, and you like he's still the same. <laughs> but what's, I, but I do have the privilege. Uh, unfortunately, I would say I don't have the I don't have that. You know that's why I do love other people's kids because uh, I don't have the worries of him getting hurt and all that stuff. And you know I'm, I'm, I'm um, I know when he gets to be in a, at a, in college and stuff like that, the people are gonna start getting bigger and bigger. And so that's I'm looking forward to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like but, uh, not now, no. I mean, like, do you like do you like literally feel when you're when you're going after a guy like like that his just will to play just goes away from him? Um, you can see it in their eyes. You see it in their eyes. You know, I like to look people. I like to make eye contact with people when I'm talking to them. So okay. Like, you know, I do a lot of talking on the field. Do yeah. you? I could, I'll pull up. I'll, what? I, That's his I'll pull up a clip for you guys right now if you guys want to see it. But hundred percent, let's see a clip, man. I got you. <laughs> what What was it of of you on the field? Uh, it's just me. You know how like passionate I play. It's just a good example of that. And and you can hear it. Uh, no, nah, you really can't hear it. It's okay, 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 see it, okay. But we'll make sure we it. have that edited in so they can see it on you the uh, see, YouTube you clip. You can see when the kids are, he's like patting them on the head, like, good job. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Good job, you tried it or whatever. All right. Yeah. Uh, is that an MP4 video to where, like, it could be uh, sent yeah, to us? Yeah, it is. We hit yeah. play here? Yeah. Okay. You'll see me. So we'll, we'll make sure that's, that's sent to us. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah, you, you blindsided that dude. You put him off the That's sort of like the uh the, the movie. What What's that movie name? Blindside. Okay, the blindside. You, yeah. you saw that movie before? Yeah, like the way I play, like, you know, like I, can, I can move another man against his own will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, not be penalized for it. Yeah. So I'm sure you could, you could, you could move me and and, and <laughs> see the fear in my eyes. Like, <laughs> I, like that clip I just showed you guys, like the play before. You know, that's like a rival school for me personally. Oh, who who was the opponent in that? Uh, play? Apopka High Apopka, School. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I saw cool. the colors. Yeah. So, yeah. That's like a. That's like a. That's and Apopka of, is a. They they always a good program. I mean, so I'm one two against Apopka High School. Some of my favorite one, plays. You say one and two. I'm zero and two. Yeah, man, that's a good. Good program, but, man. Like the way I like that, that game, you know, I was like the first time I played them, I didn't know what I was doing, but the second time I knew what I was doing, and I was able to dominate the entire game. But that sink that play in particular, my friends that I have on the other team, yeah, which are enemies at this point during the game, exactly, yeah. they start talking to me, <laughs> talking oh, crazy. Okay, okay. you know, because they didn't call back three touchdowns at this point. Oh man, it's, it's 14 to zero. You guys had three touchdowns called back, it's in that a popka, don't. Just keep you walk into you walk into a popka with at least 10, 10, 10 penalties, okay? <laughs> so, oh man! So like, those are some hometown referees, man. So let's say this: like that. <laughs> yeah, that don't play, get fined. Don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that play in particular, they told me, I'm not what the media portrays me to be. Okay. Mm. Okay. So I looked at. What's them. the media portray you to be? A highly touted offensive tackle. Right. So, <laughs> oh, that so I um, I looked him in the eye. I said, "I'm about to be. I'm about to beat you down on this play. Watch it." And then I pancaked him. You know, picked him up, slammed him in the end zone, and then I smacked him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so oh, here's my question though: Was the guy that you did that to? Was he the one running his mouth, or did oh one of his God. teammates was doing it for him? He was one. one of them was like six of them. At the same oh, time. really? So I smacked him. I got up real quick, and I. Shot my hands up. <laughs> I ain't do not a dang thing. <laughs> Did you avoid the penalty there? I mean, yeah, because you walk into a popcorn with 10 already. Uh, yeah. you don't, <laughs> don't say that. You're just my favorite. That's one so of my favorite you, And you, you guys at the DP, you guys play them every year? Um, 
Yeah, pretty much about every year. Is the schedule out for this upcoming season yet? Um, it's not officially out, but I can name a few schools on our schedule. If you want but, to. but but do sure. you know that if you play a popka this year or not? Uh, we always play a popka. That's, that's right. So that's right. Game. So like, yeah. spring game we play Winter Park. Kickoff Classic, which is like our preseason game, we play Lake Mineola. Okay. First game. They had a pretty strong year last year, didn't they? Yeah, they got to the state championship and lost by seven. Okay. Um, and lost, lost by, by what? Seventy. 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 Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Who, who did huh? they? Who, who they beat played, them? They played Miami Central, so they had no chance. Oh, Miami oh, Central. Yeah, man. So, that's a that's a yeah army down. I mean, high so school we, um, games are twelve minute quarters. That's rough. <laughs> so we um <laughs> we play them kickoff classic, Jones week one, um, and then from there on, I think we play, like these are just I'm just naming schools. Right. Apopka, Edgewater, uh, Edge, Edgewater made it to state too last year. Past two yeah. years, yeah, yeah, okay. past two years and lost both times though. So, close, I like Coach Duke. Close games, so, yeah, I do. So, so, um, yeah, Coach Duke is my guy. So, Besides um, Coach Wells, you know, Coach Wells, well, yeah, guy, yeah guy. Sure. we don't rock with Coach Duke right now. Yes, <laughs> He's like a part Coach of the enemy. Enemy. I go to Dr. Phillips. <laughs> okay, I know. I get it right, so, Mom. I know. So, um, we play Lake Mineola, Jones, Edgewater. Apopka, West Orange, and Osceola. Osceola okay. is another team okay. that's been to the state championship last year too. Have has your um has your has Doctor Phillips contemplated trying to get one of those like ESPN games where you play an out of state opponent? Um yeah, but Orange County is kind of restricting you know, y'all. Yeah, Orange County doesn't want to let us be great. Oh <laughs> man, those things are a blast, man. I would imagine they they um yeah, we've had like we've had like Life Christian, IMG, um, yeah, Lee County, Modern Day. And schools like that reach out to us to try to play us. And just Orange County is holding you back. Orange County doesn't let it happen. We played Lee County one uh, the last time we won states. We played in the first game of the season, got beat down. Okay. And then, then that was the last out of state game. Where's Lee played. County? I'm not familiar with them. It's in South Georgia. In South Georgia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we played Lee County like the 2017 team played Lee County, and then that kind of lit a fire under them. Oh, for sure. They went on that huge playoff run and the game winning touchdowns and then they won a state championship. Oh, I love it. That's good stuff. Now so, you're at you're at Doctor. Um, <laughs> so how does he know all this stuff? <laughs> you're at like what? It's my school. It's you're at Doctor Phillips. Life. He knows what's going on. I see. Do you know as far as football and basketball is concerned at Doctor Phillips? Okay. What are some of the players in the past, like the best players in Doctor Phillips that people talk about still? Um. I have one in mind, but I'm just asking you. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Okay. Matt Milano. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. He's from the Ville. He's from Meanville. Shout out to Ha Ha. Kenny Shaw. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's actually our receivers coach from this season? Um. Did he resign to play in Canada now? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Okay. okay. Uh, Shane Larkin for basketball. Shane. Yeah. Basketball. Um, it's a lot of names, but I can guarantee you right now we'll probably have three people get drafted in the next. You can guarantee. Next year. Probably be a couple second rounders, maybe a possible first rounder. The right. next year, so these are guys oh, okay. that are in college. Enemy. These are these are guys that were on that state championship team. Oh, who, 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 okay. who, what are the players' names there? Um, you got Tanner Engel. Where's he at? NC State. Okay. John Campbell, who's at Miami. Okay. And then um, for basketball and football, like as of right now, right now I feel like this 2022 class of Doctor Phillips and 2023 class are probably you know the classes that are gonna make history for this school. 2022 basketball class is insane. Yes, wow. okay, and coming off of a state title. Right. Did you go to the game? Uh, no. Nah, I, no. I did. I figured you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but, like, I did. I mean, all the boys on. For football, we got, like, probably, like, last year, about half of our team had offers to play. And then out of the juniors from last season, uh, Jaden Taylor, Jonas Fortillion, 
uh, Cameron Metcalf. Those are all guys yeah. on my team that have offers and that. You know, they play with they play with great passion on my team. So Good. they'll probably go somewhere this next year. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Now, when the school wins the state title in basketball, was there a party that like, man, I wish I was out there? No, nah, it wasn't no party. COVID. Okay. Covid's still a thing out here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice that those kids won. It that was is beautiful because um, I thought I thought Coach Ben Witherspoon did a great job with those kids. Yeah, he really did. Those kids were just. What did they have to beat Olympia like eight times to get to the state? Title? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they beat them three times, and I think um, in all three games it was only seven points that separated them in all three games. That's pretty incredible. And there were two overtimes, and, and so it was good. Yeah. yeah. I just want to add. Don't forget about. I'm pretty sure he went to Dollar Phillips. Chris Warren, right? Yeah, Chris yeah. Warren was. A yeah. Good don't forget about Chris, man. He's OG, yeah. man. Chris is OG. <laughs> I think he's. I think he was much better than Shane. Uh, really? But Shane did make it to two state titles. I know he Shane, lost both. Though. Shane doing his thing right now. No, no, no. Yeah. Shane, Shane was good, man. But, Shane, uh, Shane but Chris, Chris, like 30. Chris yeah. Warren was a different. He was a different beast. Yeah, I forgot about him. But yeah, yeah. Chris is incredible. Dr. Phillips is an athletic powerhouse. I tell you that. Really right now. No, no, no. I, yeah, I, sure. I think so. It, we're, yeah, we're yeah. probably one of the more slept on teams out of Central Florida. I, yeah, they definitely are slept on because um, Winter, Winter Park is talked about. You know, for football, <laughs> for football, I say you know we're respected across the state. But we're still hated on and doubted. Yeah, yeah. And you and you're gonna end those. Well, you plan on ending those doubts for sure. Just like I said before, when it came down to me personally, I'm gonna shove every negative words that have come out of any, anybody's mouth back down their throat. Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna keep it real positive with Peyton. I don't know about you. <laughs> keep it real positive. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. So the plan though for you is to get to the league, right? Right. You know, things haven't always been. Like the easiest, you know, life was life was great until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. And then until it was. And then we're on back on upswing. Right. So, you know, gotta make up for those lost years of course. And you know, I gotta make sure my family's straight. Exactly. You know, shout out to my little niece, my mom, my yeah. sister, <laughs> everybody in my family, you know, my best friends, people that I surround myself with, you know. Love to hear it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. What, and another thing I will say is, uh, do you play basketball recreationally? No? Um, Not as a, not right a lot, now. right? Not mm -hmm. as a right now. But, like, I'll get out there and hoop every once in a while, you know. Be, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say be careful with that. I played against a um a four-star guy. He's about 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, I'm an older guy. I was beating him down, man. Like as far as like fouling him every time he got the ball. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, so you got to be aware of old guys like me. If you got a bunch of young guys out there, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, but, then you but look beware at me. of uh, old guys, huh? How much do you think he weighed? He was a big man. He wasn't like big like you. Yeah, I'm I'm six. So you saying my fouls won't I won't affect you? As I'm, probably, six, probably eight. Like. I'm six eight, three hundred pounds. And nah, I'm, nah. He was like he's like two forty, two thirty. Yeah, I'm yeah. six eight, three hundred fifteen pounds, and I'm I play offensive line, so I'm built for contact. Yeah, yeah. He so. was like two thirty. That's yeah, all yeah, you living yeah, for, just a camp. But I think contact. your fouls would not have. Yeah, contact. yeah, maybe not. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bubba, yes, you can. You can do it, Bubba. Bubba, like I tell Peyton, do not bring any of them fouls back. So, to this car, so take every foul you so got. The, he never does. I have not. I have not played pickup with this man where he didn't irritate somebody. <laughs> so seventh and eighth grade AAU seasons, like I tell you, I got ejected from at least at minimum, at minimum ten games for for fouling somebody too hard or Wait, what? Yeah, what are you getting ejected for? Like yeah, five fouls or, or uh, just? I got it. 
talking. He get, it, as soon as he get out the car, he got three fouls. Whether it's, <laughs> whether it's automatic. Whether, it, whether he's it's too bigger than other kids. Whether it's like one time I was at Disney, right? Um, it's a time show. Okay. Okay, sorry. Hey, no, go ahead. We like stories. Go ahead, tell the story. One time I was at Disney for a um AAU Nationals tournament, and I was playing for Chucky Atkins' father. Uh, Chucky Atkins. Shout out to Chucky. Big Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Big, Big Chuck. Chuck. I was playing with Big Chuck. So, you know, Big Chuck, he always making fun of me. And, <laughs> you know, Big Chuck, got a, he got a loud mouth. I'll tell you that. And, you know, it made us better. We we was we were a real aggressive team, so we get I get the tip off, right? And I go for a rebound the next play, and then I I feel, I feel this one kid he directly on top of my neck, like sh- legs right here. <laughs> What's going on there? I I got him I got him right here. I look at my coat. I look at Big Chuck. He said, "Just go ahead, and do what you got to do." <laughs> and I turned him over and flipped him off. Me. No. And then I got ejected, and then I was like the first play of the game, and then Big Chuck subbed me back in for like two plays, and then we almost got ejected. After we after almost, you got ejected? Yeah, we almost. What got, was like, he thinking? Bishop, we, we, we don't bring no, co- no don't bring any fouls back to this. Oh, it's good. Nobody's gonna notice the big guy we just ejected <laughs> back in. We forgot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so early in the game, <laughs> it got to a certain point where, you know, like I wasn't trying to foul, but I'd be in like I I I'd be in somebody's way and they'll yeah. call it a foul. Right. You know, I make the slightest bit of contact. And I, in my, in my, in my opinion, they'd be the slightest bit of contact. But to somebody else, I might have been all over their body, and they did a whole front flip. Yeah, I call that accidental violence. Like when, <laughs> when you're like a big, powerful person, you do something that probably doesn't even move the needle for for you know as far as strength or power, and then it could clobber somebody. Yeah, my mom, she always says, "I don't know my own strength." Like for sure, because I'll close he, the door because he I'll breaks all my furniture. I'll, <laughs> I'll close it. I'll close the door as soft as possible. Right? Yeah. After I get in trouble, I'll close the door as soft as possible, and it'll sound like I slammed it 12 times. <laughs> do, do you do the normal, don't slam the doors in my house? Do you do, you do that? Absolutely. <laughs> Does it oh, stop? You don't pay no bills. I don't like the whole bit. I, just, I, I get the close, whole bit. I don't know. I just close doors, and it sounds loud. Yeah. He can't, no at our it. complex, he can't play pool because he just rested his arms on the pool stick and I had it, they I had broke. It, I had it right here. Come on oh, you did the Bo Jackson with a pool I, cue. Yeah, I had it right here. Yes, Danny, okay. I, had it, I had it like on my shoulders. Across your shoulders? I had it across my shoulders and then next thing I know, I go to pick it up off my shoulders and I'm holding two pieces of a pool stick. Hey. <laughs> That's a, this is a person with no job. Right. <laughs> People who don't have to replace things. So did you have to refund the community for a pool cue? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez, that's too funny. Well, one of the things now, like, I've coached uh, a lot of basketball, and a lot of times bigger people tend to be a little bit more physically intimidated. Timid. That does not seem to be an issue with you. Well, I had to grow into it. I was going to ask, was that something that that you had to to come to grips with? Talk a little bit about that. I'd say Trenchman Academy, training with Aaron Jones, probably brought the fire out of me. And that's what made me, like, I don't want to, you know, sound arrogant or anything, but that's what made me a dog. No, going he out used there. to say, I'll tell you what he used to say. And then and Coach Big Chuck used to say this, you know, Big Chuck, it drove Big Chuck crazy. He used to think in basketball, everybody deserves a chance. That's what he used to say. That was Peyton's view. That's what he used to say. Okay. He used to say, I used to, why didn't you do so-and-so? He said, everybody deserves a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, so, and he grew out of that, obviously. <laughs> so, um, 
I developed this killer, killer be killed mentality. You know, I'm out there competing with four and five stars and Tyler Davis, who's at Clemson right now. I'm out there competing with them every day. It's fired up. Nick Campbell, shout out to my boy Nick. That's my worst enemy on the field, but yeah, <laughs> that's like that's my boy off the field. But that's good. What about like, Zane? Zane, that's my boy. Like, what are some of these positions? Your name? Do they play on the D line? Like, that's why all, you're going against it. They're all defensive ends. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. We're, I'm out there. And at Clemson, yeah, that that is making you a better player if you go against there. a Clemson defensive lineman. I'm out there in the summer. It's high intensity. We arguing. You know, what I'm saying bickering. The reps is crazy. Everybody out there getting slammed. We in the dirt with it. You know, it really made me a dog out there, being right. out there and competing, and then, you know, kind of you're forced to step up your game and change exactly. your attitude. So I didn't really, I didn't really notice, take notice of it, right, until the season, around week three when we played Apaka, and that play that I showed y'all, that's when I really noticed, like, oh, I'm a little different it, mentally. Than it's, it was. It's, it's, this is a lot different than freshman year. Gotcha. Freshman year, I, that was my first time playing offensive line, and you know I'm out there basketball shuffling on the field. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a lot of I had a lot of work to do in the off season. Do you think though that uh, that playing basketball for extended period of time helped with your overall agility for a player of your size? Um. Well, I say that's kind of what sets me apart from all the offensive linemen. Well, the first thing I say is my athleticism and then the way I can move my feet, and I'm pretty light on my feet. That's another thing that I get from my mom. Um. Doing being that she, happy being that she, <laughs> being that she was a dancer, so <laughs> so that kind of it kind of directly correlated for me, being able to you know move differently than other offensive linemen, be more explosive and bend a lot better than others did. Right, that's a huge thing with uh, with high caliber linemen is the is the bend you can generate. Right, right. Is that um, I remember with the uh, do you are you familiar with Quentin Nelson? Believe mm-hmm. with the Colts. Right. I remember, like th- one of the things I read in the pre-draft process was like they raved about how flexible a guy he was at his size. Yeah. So that's is that something you continue to work on with different drills and exercises? I mean, well, of course, you know, I pro- like prior to like this past six or seven months or like last off season, I didn't stretch. You know, I was just naturally a good bender. Okay. But. I kind of taking started taking that stretching thing more seriously around like time like the season was getting ready to start. Okay. Because I realized how much it could affect my game and how I play. So I pull I'll probably sit in a deep squat, you know, sumo squat for about 3 minutes before a workout and then like a minute after as of right now I started doing that like I started doing that probably during the season. Okay. That's when I first started doing it. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to be consistent with, but I try to do it as much as I can. Mom what? seems a little skeptical. Uh, my mom doesn't work. Watch me work out. You know, it's on me if I want to work out or not. It's not up to anybody else. I'm, like, there's no need. For, like, there's no need for somebody to tell me to go work out. You know, I'm gonna push myself. You're gonna put it in the work yourself. Okay. I, I, feel like I, I do. I do. I will tell people when people ask me questions. I say you do not have to tell a kid that's this caliber. You don't have to. You don't have to tell these kids anything. They tell you. That's okay. the difference. If you if you get if you egging 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 your kid to do this this, he's not that kid. Right. He no, tells me where he needs to be. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think he, that's yeah. Huge. You know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, because yeah. your son. They yeah. tell you. They tell you what's gonna go. Right. However, I'm thinking you know when he's on the TikTok, you know when he's uh on his game. He doesn't play game that often because I don't let him play games during the uh actual season because it desensitized their actual movement that, like, in my opinion I started, but um I st- I but, he be, but he could be but he could be stretching 
He could be stretching during that time. While you're on he TikTok, could be, you could do he could, some Yeah, he could be sitting. Yeah. He could be doing squats. yoga. She could be doing class, yoga. Yeah. That's my point. You know, like, but, it, but he is, doesn't want me to tell him that. Cause like, hey, is, Mom, you don't know. Another thing is, like, not to put, throw you under the bus or anything, No, Mom, don't get me started. <laughs> behind, closed doors, behind closed doors, Mom doesn't know what. What you doing? What what's going on? To be he honest, he thinks I don't, and that might be for the best. You don't, which is <laughs> fine. Because, because but you, I know how to stretch. You're not gonna. You're not. Gonna, I know how to stretch. I'm a hundred years old. You're not I can gonna, still do a split. The older the older you get, the more you would need to stretch. Yeah. Yeah. You okay, amazing look, for hundred. Now look, y'all. Now look. <laughs> Shut up. Go ahead. Y'all <laughs> Are you gonna hear a lot of jumping around, banging around, and a lot of rustling like you are working out if you're stretching? No, it's very quiet. Right, basically. if you're doing, if you're doing, if you're doing like stand still workouts, right, push ups, squats on your own, you know what I'm saying, single leg squats. Are you gonna hear a Limited bunch of wrestling around? You what know does what that have to do with stretching? No, it's not even that. It's just that you stretching you is quiet. You would, you wouldn't, yeah, that's right? What I'm saying. So you wouldn't know what happens behind closed doors. He could doors. be some ninja stretching, and Bro, you don't even gotta listen, know. Listen, listen. I, I could be, I could be doing a split. Excuse me, cameraman. Uh, listen, I don't know your. What's your name, sir? Listen, let me tell you something. Peyton only has so much space in his room. It is only so much things that can be happening well, in look, there without well, look, noise, okay? Well, look, so. He only got this much space. It's not enough space for a six feet eight person to be stretching. Split. Well, it is, actually. It is. And you wouldn't know. And look, here's, here's the thing. Why are you insulting my intelligence? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are you six feet eight? Not no, I'm even not. close. Right. Am I flexible? How would, how would, you, how would you know? But am I flexible? I'm more flexible than you. So how would you know? How, I, you know, I How would you know? How would you know how much is enough space for a six feet eight person if you're not six eight? And I'm doing it from experience, you know. I'm only a hundred years old. I, <laughs> I, I do, I do under, I do know that I have a certain level of intelligence. And you're only five I do eight. under, I do understand that you have only. I can't me at five eight. I can't even go in your room and stretch. It's not enough space. It is. You don't try it unless you, you, you don't do unless it. Unless you like, listen. Only only way he's stretching is if he's using the wall and going up. <laughs> no. And Mom. I know he's not doing no splits on the wall, bro. Come on now. Mom. You need to be. Uh, those, you are, know. those are called. I do. I those do. Are called stripper stretches. I do what I need to do. Let's just say I, that. I agree. You do what you need to do, but. I'm his mom. I do. Mm-hmm. I do I'm above always, and beyond what I need to do. I'm ne- in my my mantra for my whole life is I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. And that's the goal every day. You know, and that's so what that's I- me. That's me. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm pushing that on him. That's just that's just me for me personally. Why don't you challenge him to a sumo squat off? He won't. You know, he that's, he. That's Payton, easy. let me he's tell you something. Mom, if Payton doesn't it. play football, he's going to be the president. Really? Because he is a politician, this <laughs> Joker will—he will bargain you to the <laughs> death. <laughs> There's no bargain here. You just exactly. Do you do a but yoga he, squat off, and but he—I'm telling you, wins. by the time you say Peyton, let's do a yoga squat off. By the time Peyton finishes, you're going to be doing something else. You're going to be doing—he <laughs> is not he the kind of person. You, he me. is a politician. Peyton is a politician. Okay. Peyton is a politician. You can listen to him. So look, here's you can the listen thing. to him and tell. So here's the thing. Here's how. I see it. Am I right? That's, an that's, that's, a, that's the interesting thing to say the least. You can see it. I, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of on the young man's side here, man. I know everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, that's I never find a friend. That's you never find take, a friend. He told me that's an interesting take. Now look. <laughs> here is the thing. Right, you're my friend. Be uh, on my side. <laughs> no matter what he says, Brian, stick with me. Stick with me. We're together. <laughs> here's a, here's Go ahead. Let's, here's hear, let's hear what the president has to say. Here's the thing. <laughs> 
I can't even give my mom a hug without her saying her back or her knees hurt, right? Oh <laughs> now, now, now what? Now what in the world makes you think that she would do a sumo squat no. off with a sixteen-year-old? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me just qualify that, Brian. Yes. If this person wants to lay. 350 pounds on your 15, shoulders. 315. Listen, <laughs> I don't care. It's not 15 pounds. He want to lay on your shoulder. I said, boy, I can't handle this type of... She, okay, that's look. anybody. Your, that's not a person that's got someone. Back hurt? Who has 300 pounds lean? <laughs> Nobody can handle hurt? that. If, you, if you're laying down, how does your back hurt? Well, I don't want it. Hurt? I just don't want it. That's an interesting question. <laughs> care to answer it? Now, look. No. I just don't, <laughs> listen, I don't want 315 pounds lean on me at any point. I don't think he anyway. puts... Uh, I don't think he puts on He does. I don't. He's my son. If I'm standing up. He still think he's If I'm standing up, then that's not Boy. even a quarter of my weight. Yeah. yeah. Boy. Now you, look. Here's the thing. Being, a quarter of your weight is too much for me. I don't know, man. I have aches and pains everywhere. Just sitting down right now, I have aches exactly. and pains. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm an athlete, you know? I'm an athlete. I'm, I got aches and pains every day, too. I'm growing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have old people pains, but I have... <laughs> I do. I have, like, I don't feel comfortable with you using that word, man. You got to find it. We got to... Uh, 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 yeah, He's old people. He's talking about me. He's talking about me, not you. He's talking about me. I feel some type of way. Mr. Brian, Mr. Brian, how I'm 50, 49. Right, so look. When's your birthday? If you George are over 25. Oh, yeah, I'm almost 50. If you're over 25, you're considered an old head. <laughs> over 25. If yeah. you're over he 25, you're considered an old head. Over 25, I'm an old head. He thinks, my, he thinks his sister is an old head. Yeah. <laughs> because she got a kid and she's 28. <laughs> she twenty-seven. You were old head at this point, you know. Nah, like, I, I I agree with that, man. I, I went to play pickup basketball at, at San Lando a couple, well, not a couple of months San ago. San Lando. I literally, like, I set a I set a screen, and 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 everyone on the court just started calling me uh, old head. Like, I mean, they was on, calling you that before you okay. got in the gym. <laughs> oh, I have to. When I got out of my car, right. Yeah, <laughs> they send you in the parking lot. Oh, hey, he's coming out to play. They call me Unk, man. So yeah, for sure, man, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know, I appreciate you guys for having us. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Bathroom. Y'all can right. stay. I'm going to the bathroom. All right. Good luck. <laughs> Hope it comes out well for you. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, excuse me. This is this see this is old people. <laughs> we see it. We see oh, it. you can't put all your weight on me. so well bub do you have a story for us today uh sure man all right well hey Peyton, one of these things bub always has a good story for us at the end of the show so he's gonna tell it feel free to chip in if you have some thoughts or questions on the story of course i got you all right all right man well let's go let's go with a uh oldie but goldie here since we have uh mr Peyton here and uh, let's go back to Pop Warner football. Uh, Peyton, do you ever play Pop Warner football? Oh, I had to play AA, y'all. It's too heavy for Pop Warner. <laughs> oh, man. Big big folks' problems, man. You could have went City League. Huh? You could have played City League. Uh, City League didn't have a weight limit back in my day, you know. That's one thing uh, old heads can say back in my day. I can I use that now. Yeah, I had an X on my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> So listen, man, I'm playing Pop Warner football back in the day, all right? And, um, you know, at the time, uh, my grandfather is coming out to see me play. He hasn't seen me play yet. This is a picture day where after the game, you know, you're going to take pictures with your family and everything. So this is a big this is a big day, you know, a big game. 
Um, I'm, I'm at linebacker. I'm starting at linebacker, you know. Uh, that would be the last time I've ever started in any um, <laughs> sports setting. Wait, did you get like a charity start because your grandpa was coming? Like, this guy is start. You sure he's on the bench? No, I started because I was on time to every practice. Okay, man, man. you're that guy. <laughs> oh, so you, was, you, you was cooked. You was, you was baked beans. I stayed right down the street from the, from the field, so I can never be I can never be late, man. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I was okay, man. I was okay. I I wasn't trash. Okay, I wasn't trash. Are you sure? I, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right, so uh, the game game day is here now. Here goes the thing. Now my dad is a hood chef. Okay, he's a hood chef. He cooks all the time. All right, so this particular morning, I mean, he had the works going. Okay, grits, eggs, bacon, pancakes, waffles, all that. Man. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know. So I I go ahead and I eat all of that good stuff, man. Right before the game. Okay, so we get we get to the game. All right, my granddad is there. He's in the crowd. He's cheering on. You know what I mean? Super proud. <laughs> Super proud, man. Super proud. Uh, now, one thing uh, back in his back in his day, he's always talking about how there was you know no rules, and so he wants me to knock people's heads off. You know that's his thing. All right, so we we we're there, and I'm already having some issues with my stomach a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm already having some some gas problems going and everything like that. All right. So, you know, I don't want to give full credit to this guy here because I was already having issues. All right. So the play starts where, I, like I said, I'm the outside linebacker, which I'm the slowest guy on the defense. So I don't know why I was that outside linebacker. But anyhow, they do one of those end around plays. You know, um, a trick play, if you will. All right. <laughs> and I say this all the time. This particular guy, I was out of the picture. There was no need for this guy to have anything to do with me. But for some reason, he saw me and he caught me slipping. OK, because once they do the end around, of course, the ball is on the way on the other side of the field. OK, so I'm chilling. I, you know, I'm not going to chase it down or anything. I'm just, <laughs> not going to give it any fucking effort. To <laughs> I'm not going to catch this play, man. So this guy catches me. He catches me slipping and he hits me as hard as I've ever been hit before. OK. And he hit me so hard, man, I doodled on myself. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh, oh, not when I first went live hey, on my I, IG. Come on, Because look, because look, because look. Because first, this, this, no way. This, this was going on right now. First, it's an end around and you ain't get outside contained. Right, right, right. So you ain't do your job. I didn't, yeah. Right. And That's you got punished thing. for not doing your job. I, I got punished, man. I think God, I, I think God, I think God intervened to punish you. He punished me, so man. You ain't do your job. You got punished. Basically. He punished me, but that wasn't even the severe punishment. <laughs> the the severe punishment was the fact that I I I was so embarrassed. I stayed on the field. Okay. Oh my god. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave the field. So the the the, the plays that will come after that. You know, there would be guys on the opposite line. They'd be like, man, something really stinks here, man. And the, and he had the referee come over. Because they're trying to figure out what's the smell, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the referee comes over, they're stopping the play. Hold on, stop. Let's, uh, I gotta figure this out, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie. Like, don't, 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 don't say. Cause like, don't, don't. You're in youth football? 
you were you will refuse to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? You don't want to go to the bathroom like, I, for nothing, I man. Promise, I promise you. Why is like, that though? What, I'm not. I'm not I'm first like, of all, you got so much stuff on. First, look. <laughs> hey, live. Look. Both, all three lives. <laughs> I am not a nasty person, but in youth football, in youth football, I peed on myself. Every game. Every game. <laughs> Why? You should never tell you do not want to go to the oh bathroom. You do not want to get off the field and go to the bathroom, especially if you were starting running back, right? You were five eleven. You 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 eight, right? You were five eleven, two hundred pound running back, right? Right. You were not trying to come off the field to go use the bathroom, bro. At all. Oh man. my god. You were, you will never live this down. <laughs> you just don't want to do that, Peepot man. Peepot Peyton. Peepot Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> so what ended up happening there? Did referee finally found out it was you? <laughs> referee found out it was me. Made me go to the sideline. They made a huge thing about it. And my granddaddy was so pissed, man. I'm talking, my granddaddy was pissed. It's, you made me come all the way out here. And, I, and you like... <laughs> And you shitting on yourself for all these people. Shitty boy. Shitty boy is his name. So wait a minute, though. How did the ref let you know? Like, huh? Did he throw a flag? And no. Checked? Like I said, he stopped the blade. They trying to figure out what's going on here, man. And when he finally found out it was me, he just said, you got to go. You got to get off the field and go to the you know, bathroom, man, and figure this out. Man. Figure it out. It was terrible, man. So were you able to clean yourself up and rejoin the game? <laughs> no, man. I was out for the rest of the game. Yeah, you got to go home after that. You got to go home. After that, he's like, I ain't gonna lie. You get out there, right? You ain't doing your job. You sorry already. Your teammates know you suck. <laughs> Hold on, who said I'm sorry? <laughs> you said it yourself. <laughs> so look, your teammates say you. Your teammates know you suck. <laughs> you do too. Your granddaddy probably know you suck too. <laughs> and you smell like shit. <laughs> and you and you out there not doing your job. <laughs> and you got ran smack over and doodled on your stuff. <laughs> You already done did five things wrong. You just got to go home at this point. <laughs> your teammates already don't like you, and they don't like you even more because you ain't doing your job. Do it and he's mad. So wait, how did your teammates react to you like at the next practice? <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. That was the joke of the, you know what I mean? You and can't. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. You could, you could have been the joke and not heard about it because if I'm in that situation, I ain't going back. You yeah. ain't going back to the team? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back. Let me I'm go focus on another sport. <laughs> I'm focusing on myself at that point. <laughs> you got to rethink life, bro. Oh, jeez. But, Bubba, well, you listen, came back to practice. I came team. back to practice, man. Tripping. I came back to practice, <laughs> Tripping. Bubba, that's good. Have you ever, what? like, seen somebody who was on that team, like, years later, and, like, they're like, oh, man, you were the doo-doo guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, man, no, man. No, because that kind of reminded me of, like, being in elementary school and, like, girls randomly peeing on themselves in the middle of class. Boy. <laughs> That's just girls in general. That's just girls in general. You can't tell me that ain't never happened to y'all in elementary school. No, it never happened to me. I never heard of that. I'm talking about in elementary school. The, it was no. a girl that peed like it, it was, Peyton, it was like that's a enough. They peed on themselves every single day. And this is what I don't like about or show was, business. Or it was, or it was it's a always a guy. It's always a group of. It's always a table full of guys talking about something disgusting. It has to always be a woman in the room to say the next subject. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is not my first time at the rodeo. It's not your first rodeo. No. Okay, were you over that girl? That's in enough. Cut. <laughs> Ma, were you that girl in middle school? That's why you trying to close No, I'm not. I wasn't no. that girl in the middle school, but I've been the girl at I've been the girl at the creative table where the men that just went rampant 
with one idea of something discussing. We have to talk about it and y'all laugh like, about it for the next 45 y'all got minutes. Like questions like, for me, non-football related or anything? <laughs> no, we cover. We cover. That's the sportscast, then, Maddie. You know, that's the sportscast, then. But no, at, we we you know we covered a lot today, and uh, you know we wouldn't cover everything because we want you guys back on in, in in the future, man. Maybe after you guys capture that that state championship game, uh, that state championship trophy, don't act brand new on us. Right. I might have to. <laughs> I, might, I, I, I might walk in. I might walk in here with a state championship trophy. Be happy to see that. We, we acting brand new, like, hello, are you? Who are you? I'm gonna come in here with shades on, Marshawn lips. Yeah. Like We're all for a Marshawn interview. I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's nice. But well, that's it, man. You, you have been on the bench with Bubba and Pink once again uh, with Peyton Kirkland. All righty. And and the, and the matchmaker, the professional matchmaker herself. Yeah, All right, you guys stay tuned because I am gonna go on there, and uh, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys know how it went and everything like that. All right, on the bench with Bubba and Pink. Don't forget, you can catch us on all. Uh, streaming platforms where you get your podcasts. We are on YouTube, all of that good stuff on the bench with Bubba and Pink. At their request, here's a little beatbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys gonna do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was the man with the hey. Shorty pull up to the Grammy Awards. My 40, she told me she like I'm dressed and I ain't eating no saddle. Uh-huh. Steve, the one that conceded I'm having. I told her to be patient. She waited. I gave her the dish, walked out doing the beatbox challenge. Like, yeah, get in them, baby. Get in them. Yeah. You don't mean hit you anywhere, baby. Let's go. No, she gonna do whatever I say. I can piss in the cup, call it lemonade, baby. Let that bitch off, I'm a renegade, baby. I'ma get out of there, I ain't feeling that. Huh? Nigga, run up on me with a cell phone. Now they gonna fuck around down the internet. Fuck it, kill him on IG Live. Let the whole world see the nigga die. Yeah, shout out to Spot him, we got him. Get down. Even though he a rapper, he shot him. I get this big pretty ass smile from my mama. Get this motherfucking voice from my daddy. I learned how to pimp on them hoes with my uncle. Let it stuck on my toes cause I'm nasty. Okay. Like fuck it, she asked me to do it. Play with me, I'ma actually shoot you. Most of these niggas be capping, we knew it. These niggas get